temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three... Two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the freshest PGP Permission Granted Podcast number 111. Triple ones here on the PGP. As always, you can subscribe by going to iTunes and searching Permission Granted. And that way you'll get just the PGP on your iTunes feed. Or if you're subscribed to the normal DA Show iTunes feed, you'll get it in that one as well. Also available on our website, daoncbs.com. We always put it on our social media channels as well. Mraz joins me. Now, it's a Tuesday. You were out last night on a Monday night. Yep. Is it true that you were out because of a wedding on a rando Monday night on the same <sighs> night, ironically, that the Giants play in prime time? Something doesn't add up here. Okay, let's clarify this. I had a Sweet 16, a family Sweet 16. How- sweet 16 on a Monday night. Okay. I have pictures because I knew I was going to have to validate myself. Now, I'm going to be completely truthful here. Well, I would hope so. What, do you usually lie? No, 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 no. But I took off this Monday back in late May after the NFL schedule came out because I saw the Giants are playing on Monday night, and the Giants uh, are kind of like my baby. I need to be locked in on Giant games when I'm, you know, if I'm here at work, I know I won't be able to focus properly. Right. So I took off for the Giants. However, about a month or so ago, we got the invitation that, and I had to reread it three times that sure enough, we had a cousin sweet 16 that was to take place on this specific Monday. Now, as it turns out, I would have had to use a day to go to the sweet 16. You would have taken off anyway. Got a candle. What do you mean? Like at sweet 16, they hand out these candles. You know how that works? No. Oh, have you never been to a Sweet 16 in your life? Mm, probably not. Okay, well, uh, basically, a little off track here. At a Sweet 16, one of the main features of a Sweet 16 is there are 16 candles, like the movie. Okay, it's lit up almost like a, like a double menorah, if you will. Okay, giant candles. And <laughs> essentially, the, the girl whose birthday or whoever's birthday it is, they give a little, okay, my first candle goes to my mom. You know, a little paragraph written nice oh, about the mom, boy. the whole deal. Oh, God. As you got to sit through 16 of these? It, it's a brutal situation. Let me Whoa. tell you something. Now, when I was 16, obviously, the friends all got the candles. You know, we used to think it was cool. Like, oh, yeah, let's go to the Sweet 16. You're hanging out with girls. Let me tell you something. You become an adult and you go to the Sweet 16s, it's a horror show because you want no part of it. So you gave out 16 different no, no, candles? No, no, no. It's more, it's more of a girls thing. Okay, so you didn't do this. No, I didn't do this. But so as Monday night went... I I was part of the quote-unquote cousin's candle. So this is, was this a cousin of yours that had a Sweet 16? It was actually Danielle's cousin, but it was like okay. all, all right. connected like that. So okay. it was a cousin's candle in which like I was going to be mentioned 
among it, and you have to go up with the candle. Oh, so this puts added pressure on attending because you get the candle yes. and you're mentioned. Essentially, a Sweet 16 has almost become a girl's second biggest day behind their wedding. And, like, if you're thought enough to be in the power 16 plus, if you will, of candles. Power 16. Now, listen, it's not 16 people because, again, you get grouped in, like, a cousins and aunts and uncles candle kind of deal. Like, you basically better be there. Otherwise, you just look like a loser. The problem is... Every Sweet 16 or a party like this, whether it be christening or any of these, should always be on Friday night or a Saturday or a Sunday. So why'd they pick Monday? Is this her actual birthday? Yes. However, there's a however here. Because it was Rosh Hashanah in New York, uh-huh. the kids had- Well, off- it's Rosh Hashanah everywhere. Okay, but I- <laughs> This wasn't a regional holiday. <laughs> I, the reason I say New York is I'm not sure. I know New York has a lot of people of Jewish faith, so I don't know like the school-off situation across the country, okay. but in New York, schools are off on Monday and Tuesday. So because schools were off- Oh, they get the two, the double day. Mm-hmm, the kids were off uh, the following day and all day that day, so to have all the kids come and stuff like that, and on top of that- if you book a party at one of these places on a Monday as opposed to a Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, well, let's just say a little better deal, okay, if you so, will, like half the price you would normally be paying. Okay, price break on the price, Monday night. On the Monday night. So that's what it all came down to. Price break, kids are off. And basically, I would say that of the 75 people or so that were at this party, I would fare to get, I venture a guess that I was probably the only one there that actually works evenings. Okay, well, yeah, that's understandable. How many people were Jewish? I I want to say none. None. Oh, I see. So you're just saying that because of the Jewish holiday, all of the kids that were there had off had the off of school anyway. I so see. you know what I mean. It's not like and if they're not Jewish, they're not really spending that holiday with their family right, or anything like that. Right, they're off right. anyway. Gotcha. And uh, you know, I guess if for all these parents, whatever they you know, if they want to drink, they could wake up with their hangover or whatever and go to work the next day anyway. But yeah, that's essentially what happened. So. In many ways, I'm kind of angered because, yeah, I took off to watch the Giant game, but then, in essence, I would have had to take off this day anyway to go to the Sweet 16. My only saving grace was that where they had this was on the rooftop of a popular, like, sports bar restaurant. Okay. So, the TVs were there. They had the TVs even outside of the rooftop, so I was watching basically the first half at, at the bar there, and then the second half, I had to go downstairs. And now, I'm also partially blaming the Giants' loss on the fact I wasn't in my lucky chair at home. So, second half... That's when you've got to go down to accept the candle? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Second quarter was the second half. I was able basically to get home for the fourth quarter. I had to leave like third. It was like 15 minutes from home. Okay. So, so second quarter's going on. Okay. You're at the bar upstairs, totally apart from the party. And the yeah. second quarter, you're like, oh, we're doing candles. I, I got to go downstairs. I get tapped. So at that point, luckily there was still a TV on outside, but the game was on silent there. Mm. So I'm kind of hanging by. I'm looking. I'm like, do I need this kind of deal? I timed it out where I wasn't there for the whole candle ceremony. I think I was on candle like 12 or whatever. I didn't stay for 13, 14, 15, 16. I bounced again. Uh, and I basically looked like the black sheep of the family, and a lot of it was with Danielle's family. Of course. And I got to talking to on the way home. You know, I, I get that they're playing, but you know, you, you said all day they were going to lose anyway. And, <laughs> you know, and then I got to explain everybody why watching football is more important than spending time with the family. And I'm looking at it, I'm going, look, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, I originally took off the day to watch the Giants. You know what I mean? So... Uh, why am I in trouble here? Well, I mean, the good news for you is that it was not really a competitive game, so you didn't have to be too locked in. True, true. And maybe that aggravated me more because I got, like, anxious because I wasn't, like, I was locked in, believe me. You can tell by my Twitter. I was locked in. But, like, I was getting basically pressure from my wife. The Giants are getting their ass kicked. I'm not even where I want to be in that time. I almost had, like, a panic attack last night. I couldn't take it. 
So I don't think I've ever been to a Sweet 16 because when I I obviously didn't have a Sweet 16, I don't think I was. That says a lot about you with the girls when you were 16 years old. Yeah, well, I know that it does, but I <laughs> I also don't know if it was a thing. I'm trying to think. Like, well, was 16? I've never seen the movie 16 Candles. I've heard of it. Is that about a girl Sweet 16? It's about her turning 16, but it's not about her Sweet 16 party, party necessarily. Okay. That would be a pretty boring so. movie if it was. Yeah, I don't think Molly Ringwald. Matt Dillon, I don't think she has a party. So anyway, my sister had a sweet 16, but at the time I was living in Kansas City, so I couldn't make it back for it. Oh, wow. And that's a big regret of mine, actually. I don't know what You would have happening. definitely got a candle. Well, we didn't do candles. That's a weird thing. I've never heard of that. I have. Ne- I, now, listen, I'm 29 now, so when I started going to sweet 16s, we're talking about 13 years ago, they were a big thing then, even bigger now. Like, that's like the prime event like forget dinner forget whatever cocktails you're having or whatever like for a girl there that the giving out the candles is like the marquee part of the sweet well, 16. i can imagine it's there's a lot of waterworks you've got oh. girls at 16 years old and everybody gets their own walk-up song like they've given a list to oh, the dj God. you know oh, like daddy God. comes up the butterfly kisses no, and no, it's no, one no, by no, one no, you know what i mean so this i don't like this trend i don't like <laughs> I don't. I don't like uh, assigning more weight or importance to things than they normally organically have, and we do this in a lot of ways. Have you seen this new trend? I'm sure you have on social media, where where parents are giving their kids something to hold, a sign to hold on either birthdays oh. or the first days of school. I'm seven years old today. Yeah. So. This has become weird in this way. It's not weird to capture those moments because I'm sure your parents and my parents always snap photos of me on my first day of school, first day of school, third grade. And then you, it was at that time. You wrote it on the back of the Polaroid. Boom. But now parents are in an arms race to make sure the sign itself is as detailed and ornate and as well made as possible. And like now it has to become really creative so now we're assigning importance to the actual sign that they're holding. You're right. And it all is with the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, or anything like that. Because, like, your first day of school photo is probably sitting in a box somewhere in your parents' closet somewhere. It's in the basement. It's yes, in the basement. Yeah. And you may see it three times your entire life, That's that right. picture. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Whatever. That comes up one time, boom, boom, boom. The problem is you put these immediately on Facebook and Instagram. Anybody can look at them at any time, and it's like in people's heads. Like, oh, whenever they click on this, I want it to look that sharp and everything, you know. And it's competitive. Yeah, it's got to be better than Marge's. That's the problem. And so this Sweet 16 sounds like that's what's happened. Well. Why why make 16-year-old girls feel like they have to... They have to match up to their wedding day, right? Like I'll tell you why. There's a good answer to this. Okay. They were simpler when I was 16. They definitely were. Okay? You know, it was a basic, you know, VFW hall. You line up the candles. You know, there's a buffet. Would I have even DJ. had 16 people at 16 years old that I even cared about to give a candle? Yeah, but it, but you realize, by the time you group the aunts, the uncles, the cousins, and everything else together, you could wrap them off pretty quick. You'd be surprised. My, aunt, my aunts and uncles weren't that important. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You give them to anybody. Yeah. The problem is, a few years back, 
it may even be like eight years ago or so now, MTV had a show called My Super Sweet 16. Sure, yeah. A couple seasons. And these were like all rich kids doing Sweet 16s. Right. And then it became like a grand entrance. Like last night there was an entrance for this girl. You yeah. know, she came out, all right, everybody, let's welcome our special guest. Yeah, and, and that's you know, when they, like Diddy performed. Right, they're getting carried in doing all this. So now all these girls, like that's what it's all about. They stem from the show and they look back at the show, well, I need to do this. I need to, you know, like competitive. I need to be better than this one. I need to be better than that one. Yeah. Then they go to all their friends' Sweet 16s and they see how they did it. And if they haven't had theirs, yet, they go crazy going, well, this one had, you know, an ice cream sundae bar, and I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Then they just become annoying brats to their yeah. parents to give them anything they want, yeah. and it's ridiculous. So, don't get me wrong, the Sweet 16, the place we were at, was a nice rooftop and everything like that, and they did everything, but there's no doubt the reason it was on a Monday is probably because she asked for so much there, and you get a deal on it. Well, you know, and here's where I don't blame the parent, because if you're in an arms race, and your your daughter is gonna, you know, cry and weep and, you know, be awful... Because she didn't get what Jessica got. Right. Then maybe, yeah. I mean, you have to save a few bucks by having it on a Monday night. No question. No question. I, I don't. And of all also, the, I mean, of all the Mondays, though, do we need a Monday with the Giants? That's a bad job. That's a bad job. Well, I, I've, I've talked about this with my girlfriend. If we got married, we cannot have it during the fall. It cannot be during football season. There will be no Saturday or Sunday that we have to take away for for a wedding. And I'll tell you this, and I, I applaud you for that because this was something that I made very known to Danielle early on before we got engaged. If this ever happens, you know, it's going to be summer, spring kind of deal. I don't care if your dreams in October, your dreams are dead, or I'm out. And <laughs> your here's dreams the, are dead. And here's the problem: even if you, <laughs> even if you, me, or anybody else got married, had to suck it up for that day and go, no, absolutely not. My wedding has to be in October because October special or November or whatever. Boop, 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 boop. The problem is you're being selfish to everybody you invite. Of course. Because if you are if you like sports like you are in general, there's a good portion, I would say 90% of at least the guys that you would invite would much rather be watching football than at your damn wedding. It doesn't matter if they're your best friends, your closest family, or anything like that. So by having a wedding in the fall, you may be catering to yourself, but you're being selfish in a lot of ways. I would feel guilty about making everybody because it's an all-day offense. Of course, it is. You, I'd be, I'd feel guilty making everybody have to take away a full day or a travel weekend to in football season when you miss a Saturday and a Sunday potentially, and then also during the event, I would definitely be thinking a bunch of my guy friends would be hanging out of the bar watching football, which would, instead right. of being or they're a, just checking their phones the entire time instead of enjoying your yeah, day. Yeah, Danielle's mother. God bless her heart, my mother-in-law, okay? She had she got married for a second time. Danielle's parents are divorced. Second time, love Jimmy, great dude. They got married on a Sunday, 4 o'clock, no, I'm sorry, 2 o'clock, football Sunday a few years ago. Giants, Arizona Cardinals, what 4 month? o'clock. Um, late October. Oof. I mean, it might have been Halloween weekend, something like that. Man. Oh, they picked the place because it's so beautiful in the fall and all that stuff. That's a crunch time weekend, too. That's, that's an important football weekend. You're going to laugh when I tell you this. That was the only point in my history with Danielle where there was actually a decision to be made as to whether we should break this thing off or not. <laughs> and were you already married? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. Like, we were together. We weren't engaged at the time, but it became very close to a breakup. The Giants are very good. I want to say this might have been the 2008 after the Super Bowl season, okay? Okay. okay. This was close, man, because she was having this wedding on, and I told her mother to her face, like, I don't think I'm going to be there. Like, we play the Cardinals that day. Like, I was all gung-ho. <laughs> like, it's an NFL Sunday. She's like, well, what do you mean you're not going to be there? I made Danielle cry and beg me to go to this wedding to the point I actually felt bad eventually. It was bad. Like, like things were tense, and she knew I didn't want to be at the wedding the whole time. We fought for a good month because of that. 
<laughs> and this is the situation you put yourself in if you have a wedding or something like this during football season. Like, there was no yeah. reason me and her should have been fighting because there's no reason that wedding should even be taking place no. at all. And, that's, and by the way, it's a second wedding. We're doing the full-blown everything at a big hall. Yeah, you know, I think you should only probably get married between March and September 1. Labor I could Day. live with a February, though. I could live with it. Yeah, February, I mean, fine. You know what? February stinks after the it Super Bowl. You have nothing to look Super forward Bowl. to. Yeah. yeah. So after the Super Bowl. So, yeah, fine. So it just has to be outside the football season. Here's the other thing. Would it be okay if you made it on a Friday night of football season? You would get a better rate. People would have to take off Friday. They wouldn't be thrilled with you. That's your only loophole. I've been to a Friday night wedding during football season many years ago. My uncle got married on a Friday night during football season. It was October. Okay. It was fine. It was a great wedding. Didn't miss any football. The only problem, I mean, you're getting real greedy. Did it during October. We had, I missed a Yankee playoff game. I wasn't so happy that's about. That's tough. Uh, but you I get baseball playoffs. I, I get you can't pick and choose, but if you have to get married in the fall, I guess it has to be a Friday. It can't be a Saturday or Sunday. But if you got somebody getting married last Friday, I mean, you're missing Stanford, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could live with that. I guess. I, <laughs> I guess. could live with missing the 44 6. It can't be a, <laughs> it can't be a Saturday or Sunday, though. It just no. can't. No. I think the ideal, I mean, what's the ideal? What's the ideal month to get married? See, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be biased here. I got married in May, and I like May. You know why? Not too hot yet, generally. <laughs> okay. Generally, so like if everybody's in suits and everything like that. Yeah. Number two, if you get married in May, you're not necessarily wasting somebody's like summer weekend where they might want to ah, go down to the shore or good you know depending point. where you are in the country, a lake house. Yes. You know, beaches, pools, pool parties, and. You know, all that good stuff that comes that you can only, you know, for most of the country soak up in, in certain months. If you get into May, it's it's nice enough weather where it's not hot enough to do some of those other things right. yet. Right. So I'm a big May guy. April works too. That's a that's a great point. May might be the number one power ranking month to have your wedding. I think it has to be. Because also, if, if you have a wedding scheduled prior to Labor Day, you're like, great, I got it out of the way before it takes up one of the summer weekends. And as you said, it's probably going to be warm enough. There can be right. certainly cool, rainy weekends in May still, but... You're warm not, enough to take the pictures outside and do everything yeah. like that, or if you have an outside kind of place for cocktail hour, whatever yeah. you guys do, it, it works out. Because then once Labor Day hits, football's here, and then you're missing, you're missing football. And that can't happen. That's the holy grail. As I said, and it's one thing if you want it, but you're selfish to the rest of your guests. You just are. <laughs> oh, I can't believe the Sweet 16 was this uh, It was, was a Monday. intense. It, it was a lot going on, a lot to it. Great, uh, great shrimp pot stickers, though. I'll tell them. That. Oh, that's good. That was that was during like the cocktail hour they were passing out. I was, was very the, into those. The best food that they served. Definitely, I wasn't that into the meal, but all like the uh, the appetizers. They had like sliders, mozzarella, like an American. It felt like a Monday night football kind of theme okay. to it. But they had these shrimp pot stickers. Man, I went back in multiple times for those. So what was the meal? Was it like a wedding meal? It was like a buffet. You know, the oh. penny alla vodka, you know, okay. uh, some kind of seafood. So you didn't choose like the steak or the no, chicken? No, 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 no. It was, it was all buffet, but like cocktail, they were passing around like snacks and stuff like that. You mentioned penny alla vodka at just about every conversation we have of places that you eat publicly. Is that every, true? Every party you've ever been to feels like it has penny alla vodka. Came and I rarely that. order it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess it's just, it's a popular thing. Penny Alavaca is, <laughs> is what Big ZD was in 1993. 
The modern baked ziti. It's the modern baked ziti. In the 90s, 80s, baked ziti had a great run. We've advanced our sauces <laughs> since then. And I would say the late 2000s through now, Penny Alla Vodka has really transitioned into the number one buffet pasta food at every party. Penny Alla Vodka is overtaken. I see. I see. So, ba- you know, Texas football was great for a long time. And now you got like TCU, Houston. Yeah. Like that's the Penny Alla Vodka okay. now. Texas is baked ziti. So, baked ziti was like Randall Cunningham. But right. now Penny Alla Vodka is like Cam Newton. Exactly. Like the next it's evolution just the, it's the next of best the mobile thing. quarterback. You always have those great memories of Big CD, but you know what? It's not in anymore. <laughs> okay. What's coming up on Side B? Uh, side B, me and Joe have to do something we used to do in the overnights with myself and Kenny with the Giants and Eagles. We're going to do a little bet here with the Giants ah, and Packers good, coming yeah. up. We yeah. need one of those for the show. Uh, plus, we're just going to go through some odds and ends. We've got to talk about what the heck's going on with these clowns everywhere. And, you know, have you oh, seen yeah, this scary clown? Clowns. Scary clowns. So we're going to discuss a little of that. we got a little uh, pop culture going on on Side B. Scary- and the Kim Kardashian robbery. Yeah. A lot going on here. Which which comes on the heels of Rob Kardashian saying that Kim was his high school crush. Joe, to his credit, will bring that up, not to spoil anything, that did we dis- did we actually pave the way for Kim Kardashian <laughs> to get robbed by bringing her more into the limelight? <laughs> Side B of the PGP right now. Welcome into Side B of the Permission Granted Podcast. I am Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show. <sighs> going way too fast. And host of Side B of this Permission Granted podcast joined by you know who, Jolton Joe DeLuizio. Joe, what's cracking? What's going on, Mraz? How are you? Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. You know, just another day with lots of problems, Joe. Number one, we're once again, like every week, we seem to be updating with you uh, as we tape, banned from our cafeteria because Melissa Etheridge, Melissa, Melissa Etheridge is here. Who's that? Come through my window. Keep going. I don't know that part. Only words I know from the song. Uh, anyway, she's a nobody anymore. Anyway, we're banned. For, but that's just, we've talked about that at length. This is a, a big week, Joe, for us. A little rivalry week. We have the Giants and the Packers playing both of our teams. In fact, just before taping this podcast, I was part of your. Uh, Somewhere you've been on the Railbird Central podcast. Yeah, featured on Cheesehead TV. Cheesehead TV. And, uh, you know, they went with old Shawnee Boy for a little Giants take. Uh, you recommended me. I appreciate that. I'm getting a little pop now in Green Bay. Well, you know, I try to hook my boys up, so. That was nice. Um, do we have some kind of bet we're going to make this week? What do you want to make? You want to put dinner on the line? I mean, I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to be uh, straight up here. I am not uh, confident in this game whatsoever. That makes two of us. Well, I'll say this. For those DA show listeners that have been through us from the overnight days, there were a couple times where myself and Kenny Brock, who you love to hate, made several uh, Giants-Eagles bets or maybe Rangers-Flyers bets, did a lot of New York-Philly stuff. Yeah, but and, didn't you guys, like, throw batteries at each other? Yeah, and we had the like- ghost chili salsa. We had some some good stuff. We haven't had that opportunity to make that connection on this show, and I think that's a connection we can make here this week. Do you have something you really hate or or would be unwilling to do that you will will do if the Packers lose this game? Um, interesting. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it. I because you know, obviously, I'm a big health freak. Maybe you just make me eat something absolutely. Uh, Ooh, okay. I like this. Absolutely fast foody, gross, fried no, everything. I'll do you one better. Okay, let's hear it. Cheesehead TV, the Packers, the whole deal. How about if I make you eat a pound? No, I can't eat a pound of anything. 
some kind of, you know, cheese situation. Like overindulge on cheese. Eat your own eat your own garbage, if you will. Eat my own garbage. Well, here's the problem with that. I'm a tad bit lactose intolerant. Even better. Well, no, because if I'm here and I'm eating the cheese, then we may run into a serious situation. Even better. Okay. Well, that's not helping me out here. But that's part, that's part of the bet, Joe. So part of the bet is watching me get pretty ill and have to run constantly back and forth from the control room Absolutely. to the bathroom. You're lactose intolerant. You're a cheesehead fan. The cheese tie-in is a must here. All right. So what kind of? What do you want me to eat? Some bring in a block of cheddar. Cheese of my choice. Uh, don't you gonna give me something gross? Uh, I we got we got to set we got to set the set the bar. What what cheese is here? I'm gonna pick out a cheese. I'll give you a choice of cheeses as the week goes on, and we'll update this. Okay. Okay. And it'll be uh, maybe a, a good size block, but if it's a small block, maybe two small blocks. Can we do one block? You're gonna really get me sick here. One block of cheese, but it's got to be eaten within. You can't eat it over four hours, so, you know, picking a cheese all night. What do I got to eat it in a minute? Within a half an hour, I want a whole block of cheese down you. Can I eat it with crackers? Yes. Okay, that helps somewhat. You realize, though, the damage that you're going to inflict on me. That's point. Uh, I had to throw batteries at Brock and I eat ghost chili salsa. You can handle a little cheese. Okay, hold on. That's fine. I can handle a little okay, cheese. Okay, so that's Packers lose. You're eating a block of cheese. My choice on the show. We'll see how it affects your lactose intolerance situation. Okay. And I'm going to say this right now. If I miss something on the show because I'm not back in time because I'm in the restroom, it's all on you getting us back on the air. That's fine. I'll pick a night where the tape op has familiarity with the DA show and no, can run it. Of course. Okay. Uh, boy, on my side, Giants lose. Now yeah, they're that, vulnerable here. What do you got for me? That, that's what I mean. Like, what am I? There's nothing really team related like the Packers cheese. So. Well, that's fine. I know. So, well, how about they're giants? You don't. You think uh, all I do is eat? What if I don't eat for two days or something like that? No, I wouldn't want to see you do that. What? Uh, you eat vegetables, right? Yes, some. Okay, which ones do you not eat? Uh, not a big cauliflower guy. Wonderful. Uh, sprouts can't stand them. I don't like sprouts either. They stink. Not a big carrot guy. Uh I mean raw or cooked? Cooked. Yeah, I mean, pretty much I run through a, a, a broccoli string beans rotation like no other. What about peas? Don't love them. Don't love them. So maybe if the Giants lose, you got to eat some cauliflower. That's the that's the bet. I, I have to eat some cauliflower? That's your dinner. No diet shakes, no snacks, cauliflower. Cauliflower is the only thing I can eat. Are you supplying the cauliflower? Yeah. I'll cook it too. You'll cook me cauliflower. Yes. And I have to eat that, and that's the only thing I can eat at work. That's it. And that doesn't mean before you get to work that you pig out and you're all stuffed. So you got to eat a certain amount. So we're going with the honor system with me early on. Yeah, I guess, which is uh, not a going great to do system. two nights of cauliflower to save myself, and that's the only thing I can indulge at work. You're here the whole time I'm at work. That's fine, but it has to be the same amount each night. Okay, so you handle the cauliflower. There it is. Is that good enough? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll just tell you. I oftentimes have a granola bar, a fiber one bar, a diet shake, and some kind of like chicken dinner, if you will. Okay. So I'm wiping that slate clean for two days and only eating cauliflower in the eight hours I'm at work. That sounds pretty miserable. Okay. So I'll go with cauliflower. You're going with cheese. 
I'm going to be miserably hungry and agitated, and you're going to probably have to run to the bathroom. Yeah, I'm going to have diarrhea easily. Interesting. Okay, so we got a Giants-Packers bet. I hope you guys like that. If you have any ideas or want us to alter the bets, you can tweet at me at CBS. You can tweet at Joe at JoeDCBS. Bingo. Okay, now the next craze that's getting into this world, I just brought this up with you in the newsroom. This clown situation that's that's hitting Facebook, it's actually kind of scary and dangerous, so it's hard to even joke around about. It's terrifying. Okay, so people apparently, if we have all the facts right, and I'm sure there's even facts nobody has yet, are dressing up like clowns. We guess there's some kind of gang maybe related to this. I would think they're all affiliated in some way or form. And they're attacking people. There's two-by-fours involved, and... They're jumping out of woods and bashing on people. It's a brutal I, scene. And I believe a clown, if I read this correctly over the weekend on Twitter, was shot in the head. By a cop? No, no. Boy, you're really jumping to conclusions here. Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, by a civilian. Carrying civilian. So, okay. there's a lot going on here. And I guess my, my first question would have to be, Joe, because we like talking about real life events here. Of course. Would you ever... Do this? Dress up like a clown? If somebody's like, hey, let's go terrorize people dressing up like a clown. Now I would not. I don't think I dangerous. Would, I, I don't think I would ever dress up as a clown anyway. I think that's just ridiculous. And plus, I'm kind of scared of clowns. Interesting. You're scared of clowns. Yeah, they just really creep me out. Like, I used to love wrestling. You were, did, were you ever a wrestling guy? Yeah, when I was younger. Doink the clown? Of course, Doink the clown was terrifying. I mean, I have nightmares about Doink. I don't know about nightmares. Oh, I have nightmares about Doink. You ever doink. see it? No. You should watch it. No, because there's obviously clowns in there. All right. Well, you're scared of clowns, so I, I don't get this craze anyway with these people dressing up like them. But now it's getting dangerous to the point where people are protecting themselves, and I don't blame them for that. My question, I guess, long-winded way again of this is if you're like a real children's performing clown. I'm sorry. I'm pointing to the TV. We got the news up, and there's clown faces all over this, the place. There we go. There we go. See, that's the big story. The clowns are everywhere. You stop me, you pause me. So the news is talking about clowns. We're talking about clowns here on the PGP. If you're a clown performing at kids' parties right now, are you terrified? Yeah, because I guarantee you someone's got a gun. And oh, and I would imagine clown sales are down, right? Like like nobody's hiring clowns for you, kids' birthday you parties. You know what I'm nervous about? We're not too far from Halloween. Ooh. You're going to have clowns running around like like it's a normal day. You can't be a clown this year for Halloween. But see, that's the thing. You got you got some people who are dressing up like clowns and acting like clowns and committing crimes. And then you have some people dressing up as clowns trying to be funny. And you can't tell the difference if you're wearing the damn mask. This is not a time to joke around. If you're trying to be funny and be a funny haha clown, get lost. You can't do it. Not the right time. No, it's not the right time. You can't do it. There's no, there's no reason to do it. Well, it's actually, it's not funny. It's actually scary. My cousin, her gym class... Okay. Was on lockdown. Now, they usually, um, like, run laps, I guess, outside. Schools by me were on lockdown as well. They were on lockdown because there was a clown sighting in the area. Clown sightings? It's like Bigfoot. It's unbelievable. So, I mean, we've gone through a year. Let's just think about this for a second. Pokemon Go took over the world for a couple weeks, right? Yeah. Would you say Pokemon Go is a pretty big deal? Oh, yeah. Clown sightings now, where clowns are just dangerous, going crazy. Here's the other thing that came from this weekend, Joe, and I, I need your theory on this. Oh, no. A little pop culture here involved. Kim Kardashian, did she or did she not get held at gunpoint in Paris? I think she did. I think it's because of the DA show also, because we were clowning her the night before. 
We were clowning her the weekend before. Oh, you're right. I had forgotten about that. Friday, that Friday, we were talking about the Kardashians and that family, and it's as if, you know what? Maybe she didn't get robbed. Maybe they heard us talking about them, and they're like, you know what? We need to make our rounds back in the media again. Boom. Set it up. Joe, I hadn't even thought about that. That's DA show. Pot luck, pot karma. Now, listen. I really hope, because as a human being, that all these stories about Kim Kardashian either... I mean, of course, you don't want them to happen, but I hope that, you know, everybody's okay and she's okay mentally. And I know that that Kanye, I guess, stopped whatever show he was doing. Yeah, he was doing some concert. Yeah, you know. Cleveland? In Ohio? Was it? I don't even know know. where it was. LeBron was in the mosh pit, though. I saw that going around. So... I okay. My I think my issue here with Kim Kardashian is she always has these e cameras around us. It seems like that show is always filming, right? She always has to have some kind of entourage or security with her. How all of a sudden is she held up at gunpoint in a hotel in Paris? Yeah, you know it seems like an inside job. An inside job. It seems like an inside okay, job. Okay, let's play the night of here. I'm thinking that her security guards. Okay. Some way, somehow, knew the guy who did it. They, they, you know, they said, hey, we're going to rob her. We're going to get what we want. Hmm. And we'll split everything at the end. They just went to go get, you know, uh, a snack in Paris. Guy snuck right in. Bada bing, bada boom. What about somebody on the E! television crew? Why not? Well, it could have been the people who robbed could have had information. What about her brother? There's a little problems with the brother right now we discussed on the show. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm not that into the, these this family like you are, so I don't really know <laughs> what, what that, that mean. That that I'm not attached. I don't watch the show like you do. I have no idea but the beef between the brother and her, and I could care less. I'm but, just saying. But it could have been him. Could have been anybody. So bottom line is you think it happened, but you think it's an inside job. Yeah. No chance this is some kind of made-up story. I guess, you know what? The reason it wouldn't be made up is what publicity does she need? She's the any, most publicized person on the face of the earth anyway. Well, in my eyes to them, any publicity is good publicity. Is it? They don't care. They just want their name out there. But her names are already always out there. It's not good enough. They How got, is that not good enough? You got to be talking about them 24-7 all the time. That's I what guess they we're want. Not, I guess we're not talking about them on the PGP here. If not for that situation. Exactly. That's interesting, Joe. Are are people talking about Kim Kardashian before this? As much. Maybe they are because of the show, blah, blah, blah. I mean, people are always talking about I mean, we're not talking about her, but people are always talking about well, her. Well, damn it, she's got us talking about her now. Well, damn it, she does, Joe. Two people, well, me at least, who would never talk about her unless we're talking about, you know, what she's got carrying. Hips? Hips. Big hips. That's about the only right way, uh, reason I'd be talking You're about it. You're stuttering all over. You love yourself a little Kimmy Kardashian. I mean, you know? she's got... How about on the show, DA admitting that, if, you know, many years back he had a nice thing for Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Interesting. I didn't think a Kim Kardashian was a DA type. Why do you say that? I just... I, you wouldn't think so. What's a DA type? Not, you know, DA really has not revealed much about celebrity crushes. You know what I mean? That's a good point. In the years I've known DA, like, I've seen him check out girls here and there if we've ever been out. Sure. Who wouldn't? We're guys, right? Pigs. But, you know, like like in the newsroom or anything like that, DA is not a big celebrity yapper as far as, oh, man, that girl looks good. That girl, you know? Yeah, you know what? You got a point. This is actually... And, this, the- and by the way, I'm talking about DA pre-girlfriend. Forget the, you know, that he has a great girlfriend now, whatever. I'm talking about single, even when we knew single DA. 
Yeah, I think this is actually the first celebrity that we've spoke about don't since I about, joined the show. You don't hear about celebrity crushes out of DA. I found that to be interesting insight on the show. Oh, fair point. Maybe the only thing interesting on the show. Probably. No, no, we had a great just week kidding. on the show. Joking. Speaking of great weeks on the show, and I'm rapid fire. How about these? I'm just firing through topics here on side B. Do we, we clearly have nothing to talk about today, right? We've just talked about like four topics. You're right. Valid. We had another one of these. I, ha- I think I have to defend myself. Another one of these days where Sean was out, not a week's vacation, out for one day. Joe D yeah. had to produce. Of course. It's become, always Joe D. Become old hat by now. <laughs> it's always Joe D. You know what? At this point, as you've as you've learned before earlier in the PGP, I was always a nervous wreck. Now I think I'm just so used to it that I'm like, whatever. Whatever hat. I don't even text you as much as I used to. Okay. Now I want to make one thing very clear here because you had told me that DA made it very clear to the listeners that I took off because the Giants played on Monday night. Yeah, we had one caller. I forgot his name, so I'm sorry about that. He's probably listening to the PGP screaming at the uh, the computer saying, it was me, it was me. Anyway. He Is that call- what he sounded like? Yeah. He he called, and he wanted to talk about the Giants-Vikings game that was on Monday night, and he thought that I was you when I answered the phone, and I was like, nah, Sean's out. He's, wa- he's, uh, he's out. He had a day off. It's his day off. So then... He got on the air and he started talking to DA and saying, you know, I wanted to talk to Sean about the Giants. I always talk to him about the Giants, blah, blah, blah. And DA went on to say, you know, Mraz is out because the Giants are in action. Okay. Now here's where old Uncle Sean defends himself. Once. I'm going to be completely transparent here. I took this day off back in uh, late May when the schedule came out because the Giants are playing Monday night. The truth is, could I watch the game at work like I watch sporting events at work all the time? Yes. However, to do my job accurately and, and focus on the show, my eye is always kind of one eye on the games going on and the other eye, the most, the bigger eye on the show. With the you Giants, word that the right way, With big the guy. Giants are, are like my baby. I'm a big Rangers fan, big Yankees fan. Uh, you know, Brooklyn Nets have stunk for a long time, so I'm a Nets fan, but obviously I'm not going to be taking days off for any Nets games anytime soon. The Giants <laughs> are the team I would take a day off for because I think football's a different animal. You get 16 of those games, and if your team is playing, if, if I'm already off on weekends, I have to worry about that, and I'm worried about three dates a year, I find it worth it to take a day off and watch them. That being said, I kind of got screwed because I had a family sweet 16. Now, the next follow-up, because everybody's going to act like this is, you know, wrong. Who has a Sweet 16 on a Monday? As it turns out, because it was Rosh Hashanah, kids were off from school, this family, you know, cousins of mine decided that this was the date they were going to have their Sweet 16 at a hall. Luckily for me, it was at a sports bar-y kind of place on a rooftop, so they had a TV, the whole deal. Now, truth be told, I would have had to inevitably take that day off to go to this Sweet 16 because I work nights and not days. So, did I take off for the Giants? Yes. But that was, in fact, not the reason, ultimately, I had to be off for that day because I ended up being at a Sweet 16 anyway. Okay, but no matter what, you were taking off that day because the Giants were playing. Yes, but in my defense, that was a Monday I would have ended up taking off anyway. So, we don't have to say I took off for the Giants because although well, I no, did. You took off for the Giants. No, no, but although I no. did, I okay. actually ended up. Would, Hold on. It was like a double takeoff. <laughs> Shut up. Don't make a fake fart noise. Shut up. Don't make a fake fart noise. Listen. All right. You took this day off in May. Yeah. When was the invitation sent out? A month ago. Okay. You took off for the Giants okay, game. Okay. End of story. But let's say I didn't. I would have had to take off a month ago for the Sweet 16. It, no, you're not comprehending 
No, you're not comprehending. Okay, I understand you would have had to take off regardless. Pretend I didn't take off for the Giant game. No, but you saw the the Sweet 16. Damn it, you saw the schedule. You saw the Giants were playing Monday night, and you took off for the Giants. It just happened to be that a family member scheduled the Sweet 16 on a flipping Monday. Okay, but I would have had to take off. That's my defense here. And I don't like false allegations against me. There is no defense because no matter what you were taking off for the Giants— there's, there's no defense. You're wrong. All right, maybe a bad time to tell you this, but I have taken off for a giant Monday night game versus the Bengals in early November. I hope you have no problem producing. I'm actually going to that game, so. Are you kidding me? No. I got tickets. This is malarkey. It's not malarkey. It's not Mike malarkey. Do your damn job and come and produce on a football Monday. Excuse me, who booked Charles Davis on Monday? Was that me or you? Oh, my God. Here we go. The guy does his job, and he and I need to thank him and praise him. You do. All right. Be oh, pre- who, who booked AJ Hawk a couple weeks ago? You did. Okay. We help each other out sometimes. All right. We're gonna wrap this conversation Hold up. Hold on. You're taking oh, off. You're taking off that November mo- Monday. Uh huh. And then you're going to Cleveland, and you're taking another November Monday off. I was here for the dog days of summer. I didn't take one summer vacation this you're year. Pathetic. Remember that. You're pathetic. Remember that. That's your own fault. No, it's not my own fault. I get my days. I could choose when I want to use them. David, you could have had a vacation in someplace warm in the summer with the five days that you're spending on the New York Giants and watching them lose. You have Val point. I probably would have had a better time than I did last night. Exactly. Uh, or Monday night. <laughs> okay. Well, that's going to wrap it up for here, Joe. Um, so the bet is on. Block of cheese versus cauliflower for two days. Oh, yes. Strange bet, to say the least, but a bet, none the least. And if you don't like that bet, you think of something better, tweet us, let us know. Maybe we'll switch it up. At Joe D. CBS, at Mraz CBS. Have a great week, everybody. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.